Are you ready to experience a quantum leap in your well-being? Introducing Quantum Upgrade the ultimate solution for tapping into the healing power of quantum energy. This research-backed service harmonizes your energy, balances your body, and neutralizes harmful EMF frequencies. Easily activate and control from your phone or computer, customizing your experience with different levels, powerful boosters, and frequencies like inner peace, or Olympic performance, and it works worldwide. It sounds wild, but it works. Tested rigorously by independent institutes and doctors, Quantum Upgrade shows positive results, improving blood cells and reversing stage one and two blood clotting in placebo-controlled double-blind studies. But that's not all. Recent research has also revealed a 20 to 29% boost in ATP production, a total game changer for enhancing your body's overall energy levels. Now guys, to experience this for yourself, we're offering a free 15-day trial with code ANCIENT at quantumupgrade.com. I -O. Don't miss out on the quantum revolution. Quantum Upgrade, bringing high consciousness energy to transform your life. Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey friends, Dr. Motley here with the Ancient Health Podcast. And today, let's talk about birth trauma. What is birth trauma? Birth trauma has been defined as the biochemical and the physical changes and the emotional stress that happens to a mother while she's pregnant, while she's giving birth, and after birth. Have you suffered or know anybody that suffered from postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, fluctuations in the hormones where the mother feels really happy and good during pregnancy, where their skin clears up. They feel like, man, my skin looks glowing. But afterwards, they feel that they hit rock bottom. They go through a phase of loneliness, feeling without direction. They feel like they have no vision in their life. And this feeling of being drained is not only an emotional thing, but it's also a biochemical fact that happens to the body. So in this podcast, and I'm not acting like I know firsthand, but with many patients that have come into the office that have been pregnant, and I'm thankful that I've been able to help a lot of ladies that have been pregnant and through their pregnancy and after, that we want to discuss what are some of the steps? What are the things I've seen work on ladies and women that have been able to help them with their postpartum during their pregnancy? What's helped them with their hormones and even their gut, their digestion? So we're going to discuss, let's discuss some emotions. Let's discuss the biochemistry changes and let's talk about the structure as well, the body, the physical body, so that we can help in any way we can. So first off, when we talk about the birth trauma, most individuals just tag it as postpartum depression, but birth trauma can be recorded in the body in many ways. And the body will respond and react to the birth trauma as how it is logged into every single cell of the body, the brain, and your body will take this recording that it's basically downloaded during pregnancy, even before or after, and your body will start to respond and act upon that recording, that programming. So what we're saying is, when we look at hormone shifts and hormone changes, let's go to the basics with birth trauma. The first three months, they say that the body is in what we call a sympathetic tone. It means that the body is more heightened, more aware. It's more of in a protective mode. In fact, that during this time, there is a heightened amount of testosterone. 
and almost a little bit lower estrogen during the first trimester. And the reason being is because you want to protect the baby. Remember, progesterone is there to aid in the implantation of the egg. It's supposed to keep the egg safe so that the egg can get nurtured and the baby can grow. Now, the first three months is protection, being aware, making sure that you're safe, the mother, and the baby is safe. Now, what happens in the last trimesters is that the body goes into a vagotonia, which is the vagus nerve is basically heightened, which means relaxation. So in gestation, the baby gets stronger in the first trimester and after you start to go into a relaxed mode, your cortisol levels start to get more balanced so that you can actually have more ligament laxity to be able to spread the hips to have the baby and you start to go into a more relaxed phase of pregnancy. Your hormones actually shift because parts of your nervous system are stimulated in different ways. So remember, the first three months are sympathetic. The last trimesters are going to be in vagotonia, vagus nerve relaxation. So when we talk about trauma, we have to remember that if you suffer trauma during different phases of the pregnancy, the body will respond differently to the trauma because of the different levels of hormone balance. For instance, if you yourself are pregnant or have been pregnant, when you're in the first three months of gestation or pregnancy, you will be in that sympathetic tone, which means your testosterone may be a little bit higher, which means that you'll probably respond to trauma differently, more aggressive. You may perceive trauma in a different way. For instance, when your testosterone is a little bit higher, they say in German New Medicine that you will perceive more in the territorial conflict uh, region, which means this. If somebody is basically trying to take away your territory, if something was taken away from you, um, your love, money, relationships, if somebody in your, in your life passed away, like a parent passed away, if a relationship was not the best relationship or the relationship um, basically died during your pregnancy, that's a territorial conflict. It could be represented with anger and fear, a loss. So in the first trimester, if you had any of those, somebody being taken away from you, somebody fighting you, you feeling full of fear, not feeling safe, then you may respond with more aggression. Don't take that away from me. This is mine. That's a territorial anger conflict. Now, if you move it over into the last trimesters, you'll be more into the vagotonia, which means you're in the more relaxed phase. And if you suffer from trauma in this arena or in this time frame, you may be able, you may perceive that that trauma comes to you in the fear or fright. That when this comes to you, you don't really look at it as somebody's taken away my territory. You may perceive it as I'm afraid. I'm alone because you're in that relaxed state. And when you get into that territory, then your body goes, well, I'm at a loss. I'm by myself. I have nowhere to go. And that can put you into most of a, they call it a psychosis, which means you get into complete anxiety, complete anxiety. So you start to see that you can have different perceptions of your trauma at different times of pregnancy. That is why when people go into their pregnancy, they could be depressed before they got into the pregnancy. But when the hormones shift and you go more to the sympathetic tone right at the beginning of pregnancy, your depression may go away. 
And then you start to get more into that relaxed phase in the last trimesters. But as soon as the baby occurs, the depression can return. This shift in hormones and this shift in your um, nervous system can explain why you've had the change in your depression or anxiety while pregnant and while not pregnant. So if you've suffered trauma, remember in the first phases where you're thinking this has been taken away from me or I'm completely afraid, then it changes, changes your brain. It trains your brain to have this program running and your body responding a particular way. Now, the good thing is during pregnancy, as your testosterone's higher and you experience that um, you experience that trauma. Now, this is the first trimester. Remember, we're talking about the first trimester. Then your body may have the energy to fight against it because you're protecting the baby. Your body's doing everything it can to protect the baby. So you're able to handle it. But soon after you have the baby, then your hormones are trying to return to normal just for you. And so that program that was installed in the trauma, right, during pregnancy, now still is running in your body after you had the baby. So you have a program that was installed during pregnancy or even maybe before, right when you're going into pregnancy, and then you have the baby and now you're starting to operate on your own. So instead of having heightened amounts of testosterone or higher amounts of testosterone in the first few uh, months, you don't have that hormonal shift. You don't have that sympathetic tone heightened. And so you're just trying to respond to that trauma in your regular hormonal balance, which means you could return or have higher amounts of depression. So if you are having any trauma in the last two trimesters, all right, in the last trimesters of your pregnancy, then remember, you may record that trauma as a fright program or that you're alone or you're abandoned. And when you have that fright conflict or an identity conflict, that's another one. You may feel like I'm afraid. I'm alone. I'm afraid that I can't survive. What is my identity? Who am I? That can happen if you look at your last few months of pregnancy. So you keep that recording down if the trauma happened in that area and that can keep occurring and put you into hyperdrive in that emotional programming after you have the baby. So you have to identify and try to identify what emotional traumas or what you suffered even right before pregnancy, during pregnancy, and after. It's very important. So that can give you an explanation why, wow, why do I have severe depression whenever I, uh, right when I had the baby? Well, you may have had trauma in the first trimester. If you had a heightened amount of anxiety after your baby was born, then it could have been in the last trimesters of the baby being in pregnancy. So when you look at how your hormones shift, your nervous system shifts, and how you record trauma, it gives you a really good explanation of, wow, yes, I shifted my hormones during pregnancy, but the program, I mean, that those now those hormones are trying to shift back to a normal phase without the baby, and now those programs are still running. So emotionally, one of the things that I always ask the patient to do 
when we're working with postpartum depression is to identify if there is anger, fear, just completely in defense mode that somebody was trying to take away something from you. Something was taken away from you. Some relationship was not good for you. You had to let go of a relationship. Now, we'll talk about the organs in just a second, but when this is recorded, you start to understand that these emotions have huge impact on the uterus, the cervix, the ovaries, and your overall health. And if you see that, make a note of it. In the last trimesters, if you felt that you were really afraid or that somebody took your identity away from you, that you lived your life so much for some individual, maybe it's a partner, maybe it's a family member, and they abandoned you or they left, and you felt that, man, I put my identity into them. I felt so alone that I put all my identity into um, just the fact that people would accept me because um, I'm having a baby. There's many things that you could tag your identity to. But if something took that identity away from you, then you'll start to get anxious. Will somebody be there for me? Will somebody be there to love me? And the reason I'm really repeating this, guys, I just want you to see that this happens quite a bit. And individuals just think that they go to the doctor and they'll say, oh, it's just your hormones. Just get over it. I've worked with a lot of ladies that have had postpartum depression, and it is not something you just say, you got to get over it. This is just something to pass away. When people have anxiety attacks, when people have severe depression, people who have not suffered from it do not have the slightest idea about how it affects the body. They think it's something with your mood and that the mood can just be, you know, shifted and you just have to change this and just think, change the way you think. Does a car run on bad oil? Does a car run on bad gasoline? No. When you don't have the proper biochemicals, when you don't have the proper neurological tone in the body, your mood cannot follow properly because you don't have the proper fuel or the proper equipment that's running on the proper fuel. Does that make sense? And so whenever you're told that it's just your mood, oh, don't worry about it. It'll shift. Look at your traumas. Look how your body shifted biochemically during your pregnancy and after to try to handle that programming. If you are in a complete heightened state of anxiety, then you know your cortisol is out of the roof. If you know you're in complete amount of depression, you know that your dopamine and serotonin levels, your neurochemicals are imbalanced. You probably have a lot of gut dysfunction. So that is why that's one explanation why we could have a change in the mood during the pregnancy and after. What makes you feel afraid? What makes you feel frightened? What took away your identity? What was lost in your life? We have to get over, get over into that area of life where we find out where the anger is or where the fright is. So this biochemical change is happening. And when we look at the emotions, one of the things I ask my patients is that we look at the organs that have been supplying all the hormonal imbalances. And I want to go over this and not get too um, drawn out to get too confusing. But I use my Chinese medicine all the time. But we're talking about the ovaries or the uterus or the cervix. 
in Chinese medicine, they always say that the straight emotions that usually have have to deal with that is called the circulation sex meridian or the pericardium. And this emotion usually has to do with an individual and their perception of direction, them feeling abandoned. So I always say that emotional work that has to do with abandonment, direction, and vision in life. If you feel like you have no vision in life or direction, it is a very good idea to find good acupuncturist or do acupressure. There's a great book. I want you to write this down called Acupressure Made Simple or the Acupuncture Handbook by Deborah Bleeker. And she gives you basically acupressure points to help with the reproductive organs. If you want to look, research it on your own, I would suggest that you look into the pericardium, pericardium meridian. And even though that pericardium meridian runs on the inside of the arms up towards the heart because it's the muscles around the heart, this meridian is very responsible for hormone production. In fact, I have patients that they rub the inside of the wrist, pericardium 5, 6, and 7 daily. And then I had them flip their wrist around and do the triple warmer five, six, and seven daily. And that will help with the adrenals, the thyroid, the hormones, the muscles around the heart, and the heart itself. This will help you with vision, direction, making a plan. The reason you don't feel like you have any direction and vision is because that you don't have the energy in your heart to do it. Hey listeners, this episode of the Ancient Health Podcast is brought to you by Manukora Honey. Manukora makes Manuka Honey, a single origin honey from New Zealand, and you can use it like any other honey, but what makes it so unique and powerful is it has three times more antioxidants and prebiotics, which of course is incredible for your gut. Plus, it contains an antibacterial compound called MGO found exclusively and only in Manuka honey. These nutrients support your optimal immune system function and digestive health. Also, it's delicious. Manukora sent me their MGO 850 plus honey, their best seller, and I loved it. I use it on bread. I use it on tea. I use it on everything. And the benefits are incredible. It's a creamy caramel texture that melts in your mouth. If you want some for yourself, head on over to manukora.com forward slash axe to get $25 off their starter kit, which comes with the MGO 850 plus Manuka honey, a free travel pack of honey sticks, a free wooden spoon, and a free guidebook. So indulge and try some honey with superpowers from Manukora honey. That's manukora.com slash axe today to get your big discount and take your digestive and immune health to the next level. So if you don't have any fire in your heart, the fire element, if you don't have any strength in your heart, you won't feel like getting up in the morning and having vision and direction. So these acupressure points, these acupuncture points, if they're treated by yourself or by somebody else, an acupuncturist, they will stimulate electrical flow and blood flow to the organs to give you the physical and biochemical strength to help you feel fortified, to feel supported. So it is very important that you find a reputable acupuncturist or you start doing acupressure on yourself daily. People say, well, how many times, doc? Three times a day. I say rub these points out and massage them for a minute apiece. Three times a day. You will see really good significant changes. Now. When you start to 
help with postpartum, when you start to help with postpartum anxiety and depression, when you rub these points, you may have feelings and movement down near the uterus and the cervix and the ovaries. You may feel like movement and tickling and tingling. You actually may have um, different types of discharges. I've seen that happen with patients after they reported that they've stimulated these points and gotten acupuncture for this uh, condition, these conditions. And you may start to feel little flutters in the heart because when you start to stimulate the pericardium and the hormones, you'll actually start to clean out old infections out of the heart, out of the ovaries, out of the uterus, old yeast infections, old strep or staph. If they've been there, they'll start to clean out. So stimulation of these points don't just help you with your mood. They help with tons of things, your biochemistry. So I say, please find that. And then that will help your emotions and mood shift. And then I ask the patient, okay, we're starting to get the organs to be fluctuated in a positive, uh, in a positive direction. But let's then do what? Start to use different emotional techniques. Now, I know people do therapy. They do talk therapy. I like EMDR, or eye movement therapy. I like neurofeedback. I love it. Neurofeedback is a great technique, which uses small um, stickies on the brain to help you with pulling all those deep, hidden emotional signals to the surface. And if we talk about um, doing things yourself to make it very cost-efficient, EFT tapping. Now, there's a great um, uh, feed or great, great page on Instagram and Facebook, but it's called The Tapping Solution. Um, they're good. They're good information there. But EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique, technique tapping. And for you guys out there that are listening, you probably would think, well, what does tapping have to do with anything? Well, if you take the acupuncture points, what the the technique premise is, is that you take the beginning and ending points, the beginning and ending point of each acupuncture meridian and tap it. And what that does is cause what? Basically a stimulation to those points. But it basically connects all the acupuncture points together around the body and so that all the organs are communicating and the organs can help each other out to process the emotions. That's it in a nutshell. So if you start doing tapping and at the same time you start to think about you having emotional trauma, think about that trauma. When did it happen? During the pregnancy, before or after? And you're tapping those points and EFTsolutions.com. You can learn some more of this technique. When you start to do that, you're going to notice that the organs are going to start being stimulated and it's going to start helping your hormones shift, your biochemistry shift in your organs because you were thinking of that particular thought and you were thinking of it and your body was shifting according to that thought. Oh man, I had really bad trauma with my parents, with my dad. What happens when it happens to you? You biochemically shift as though you're responding about your dad. Why did your stomach get sick? Or why do you feel anxious when you think about somebody in your life that created such trauma and bad things? Because you have a program running according to the program. I mean, you have a program running and you have activity in your body running according to that program. So then all these things are happening biochemically in your body as if you're encountering that person. And when you start tapping the points or when you start getting acupressure, acupuncture, you're getting the organs to say, hey, adrenals, the adrenals are saying, I'm overloaded. I'm anxious. I have sweaty hands, sweaty feet. I'm feeling anxious inside. And then your body goes, okay, well, there can be some help from the liver. There can be some help from the kidneys. So you start opening the communication up between the organs. So the organs start to say, hey, I can help you out. That's the beauty of it. 
So you want to make sure that you know what programs are running. You can use the tapping technique and you can see amazing work done with this using acupressure, acupuncture, neurofeedback, EMDR, eye movement therapy. And don't forget therapy. Talk about it. You need to talk about it. When you start to make those shifts, you start to unload some of the chemical toxins within the organs. One of the things I also say is that you're going to start to feel different movement here in the chest. For all of you guys who are watching, you can see this, but if those who are listening, it's in the middle of the chest, around the heart, and even down in the lower areas near the reproductive. Now, when you start to feel this, remember that energy is shifting. And when you have old infections, let's say in the heart or in the ovaries or in the uterus, if you ever had chronic yeast infections, a bladder infection, a kidney infection, kidney stones, if you ever had chronic uh, strep or staph, if you had a chronic H. pylori, E. coli, parasites, Lyme disease, they have shown through research, and I've seen in my office, that these infections could possibly have a detrimental effect on the organ, causing them to be very weak. So if they're weak in the first place, or they're weak during gestation, or during pregnancy, then that weakness could cause a shift biochemically in your mood or your hormones. The good thing is now that if you start to clean them out, if you start to clean them out of your body now, with the acupressure or the acupuncture or the emotional technique, you're going to start noticing that there's going to be more shifts in your body. And I know like you always need to ask your primary care doctor about taking certain herbs or certain types of supplementation while you're pregnant or breastfeeding. But if you start to feel this and you start to have any type of symptoms, like let's say you thought, man, after I started doing these points postpartum and I started noticing that I had like the sore throat that I had when I was a kid and I had strep throat or I had, um, really bad pelvic pain because they used to have really bad period cramps when I was a teenager. Those could be breeding grounds for different infections. They could have stayed for years. So I always recommend that you find out if there's hidden infections in the body. Hidden infections being strep, staph, Epstein-Barr virus, any of the herpes family virus like Coxsackie virus or um, cytomegalovirus, any of the herpes simplex viruses, uh, roseola virus like slap cheek virus, human herpes virus, and uh, I mentioned Coxsackie virus or even old pox viruses. Um, I say chicken pox virus. These are viruses you need to check out. And you also need to get see if there's any type of parasitic infection as well. Now, I would say to keep it simple. What would I recommend to my patients? Let's see if there's any bad strep, staph, or yeast involved first. So I tell the patients to go to MicrogenDX, MicrogenDX.com. I'll put these in the show notes. And MicrogenDX basically allows us to um, see over 50,000 different types of microbes within a stool sample or even within a urine sample. They even do sinus samples. So if you had chronic sinus issues, chronic bowel issues, chronic urinary kidney issues, chronic discharge issues, look into this lab because can they affect your hormone sy symptoms? Can they affect your body overall even during and after a baby is born? Yes. When you do find those out, people say, what then? I can give you a lot of suggestions about herbals. But I love the work at Supreme Nutrition Products. They're close friends of mine, Dr. Michael and Noah Leibowitz, and they have really good research about the herbs that can help with strep, 
staff with yeast like Skullcap or Scutellaria Supreme. Uh, if you have strapper staff, I always recommend either Neem, which is called Malia Supreme, or Golden Thread Supreme, which is antibiotic in nature. They're Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine, uh, herbs. So when you start to see that these things are existing, start to clean them out. Find a good Chinese medicine practitioner that deals with herbs or find a good uh, applied kinesiologist or a good holistic functional medicine doctor that knows about infections and start cleaning them out. When you start cleaning them out, it'll start helping your gut. And that's the next thing. Your gut health, leaky gut, chronic you know, inflammatory bowel symptoms, IBS, all of those, yes, can affect your dopamine and your serotonin levels. Whatever happens in the gut happens to the brain. So if you have chronic infections running around in the gut, the ovaries, the throat, they are basically going to be trying, your body's been trying to get them out of your liver, your kidneys, and your colon. So cleaning those out with herbs will eventually really help your colon and help start to clean up some of those gut dysfunctions and start to balance your serotonin and dopamine. But I would say when you find out there's any hidden gut infections from the Microgen DX, you'll get a good idea if you have leaky gut. Get your zonulin levels checked. Zonulin is basically a biochemical that is in heightened amounts if your gut, heightened amounts in your blood, if your gut is suffering from leaky gut, zonulin, Z-O-N-U-L-I-N. It opens up the pores in your gut. And if you have leaky gut, if you have chronic infections, you will not produce serotonin and dopamine in a safe manner. And if this is the case, you will have mood changes. So I start to ask the patient, let's start to look if you do have leaky gut, clean out the infections, of course. Look into Supreme Nutrition products. You don't have to look into them, but I say they have really good research and articles about the infections. And also, I always tell my patients, let's start healing the gut lining. Look into aloe vera. Look into um, slippery elm. Look into licorice. Let's do bone broth soups. Let's do collagen. You look at these basic things that you could add into your daily diet and you'll start to see that you can start healing the gut like a daily dose of aloe vera or a daily dose of bone broth or every other day you can start healing the gut lining and then you start killing off the infections you start healing up the gut cleaning out the old microbes and you're going to start seeing that your mood can change i've seen it i've seen people that have depression and anxiety after they have the baby and you know what we found heightened amounts of parasites and bacteria and we start cleaning them out and they're like doc i don't know what happened but my mood's completely changed they're not sitting there busy trying to fight off those infections all the time, changing their hormones, changing their mood, their neurotransmitters. And now they have the proper energy in their bodies to rebuild their, their reproductive organs, their heart, their thyroid, the adrenals. Now the body can put the energy where it needs to go. Clean out the old things to help the body restore where it needs to restore. So these are some simple things I want you guys to look into. That's the lab. I'll put it in the show notes. And I think structurally too, guys, um, I know that people out there are listening right now and they can't really see it, but if you can jump on YouTube or, you know, look at the uh, video presentation, but I have a, a small Chinese medicine doll right here. And one of the things I say this is that even with mood or postpartum depression, one of the biggest thing is the effect on the nervous system. And I'll wrap it up with this. I know this has been a long podcast, guys, but when we talk about the spine, many times a pregnant individual will basically have, usually have a sacral issue or what we call an SI joint problem, or if the low back was always in pain or tenderness, or one SI joint, sacroiliac joint was always out. 
cannot tell you how many times patients have told me, you know what, I did gymnastics or I rode horses or I did sports and I remember I had a really bad ankle sprain, a really bad knee injury, and it really made my low back hurt. And then they had the baby and they have complete sciatica. They have such bad low back pain and leg and knee pain that they don't know what to do because they're in such pain that they're literally shifting their hormones in fight or flight according to that pain. One of the things I always say is that, did you ever have an injury when you're younger? And the reason being is because like, let's say for an ankle, for example, an ankle injury and the ankle injury caused shifts up the shin bone to the knee and to the hip and to the pelvis. So think about as compensation. You're compensating for the shift in your ankle or your knee, wherever the injury was at. Let's say you did fall on your hip. Well, in the pelvic bones, pelvic bones misalign. Think about it. The SI joint is basically a joint that connects the ilium bone, which is that big elephant ear bone on both sides of your body, and it connects it to that sacrum, the flat bone above your butt. And that little joint called the SI joint is basically just ligaments. It's not a ball and socket joint. It is a flat ligament held together by ligaments. And when you injure that area, fluid builds up in the joint. So instead of it being really tight, like Velcro, now there's fluid in that joint and it causes the SI joint to become what? Hypermobile. Then the sacrum can shift up and down in hypermobility, especially if a baby's in the womb, laying on the bladder, laying on the pelvic bowl muscles, causing that sacrum to shift down. And when that joint, either one, if it's one joint or the other, shifts, that sacrum, remember, it's above the butt, shifts down on one side or up on one side, and that will put pressure on your L5 disc. It'll put pressure on your sacral disc, your L5 disc, and your L4, and even up the spine. So your body will lean one way normally. And so instead of leaning like the Tower of Pisa, you'll pull yourself back to the other side by contracting low back muscles on the opposite side. You guys follow me, even if you're listening. So you have this shift in the sacrum. Let's say you're leaning down. The right side got injured. It shifted down on the sacrum on the right. You're leaning towards the right. And all of a sudden, your body will pull itself to the left around the T12L1 area, the upper lumbar. And so you're leaning too far to what? The left. And then your body will pick another transition point, usually the upper back, and try to pull the neck back to center. In physical therapy terms, they call it a category two. That's just one example. So you have these transition points up your spine that are cutting off the spinal fluid flow in these areas, causing inflammation in the disc in those areas. So the inflammation in those discs in those areas are reducing the amount of spinal fluid Around those discs, those discs start to deteriorate and get thin. That's why you have unexplainable thin discs. And where does the L5 and L4 and L and the sacral disc, what nerves exit those areas? They go to your ovaries. They go to your cervix. They go to the uterus. And so you'll start having pain down there and you start to have shifts in the hormones from a structural issue. You can have T12L1, which goes to the adrenals and the kidneys, and you start having problems in those organs because you have a shift in the spine there or in the lower neck. The thyroid, remember the thyroid's right there, right at the lower neck, C6, C7 area. Some people reach up to C5. So a structural deviation can cause hormonal shifts. So my biggest thing is that I say, individuals, let's look into, let's clean up the spine. Find a good sacral occipital practitioner. Find a cranial sacral practitioner. Find a good chiropractor. Find a good physical therapist or exercise physiologist who can help retrain the pelvic bowl muscles, the piriformis muscles for the sciatica, the glute muscles, get the SI joint adjusted back into place. I love SOT technique, sacro-occipital technique in chiropractic. Write that down, SOT or activator. Applied kinesiology. They, 
the individuals, the doctors can help you get that pelvic bone back in place, get that sacrum lined up and straighten the spine so that all that fluid goes up and down your spine properly, rebalancing the hormones and the neurotransmitters in the organs to help you in this journey to help you with your postpartum. You see all the things that can happen from your history, from your medical history, from your health history, what all could happen from your trauma, what all could happen from your biochemical changes in your gut, what can happen with all the things that we just mentioned that can lead to a postpartum issue. So guys, I hope that when you see this, we can have some resolution within the structure, the biochemistry, doing the emotional work, getting some acupuncture, acupressure. These are some simple steps that you can do that can have profound changes. Truly. If anything, learn some acupressure. And if you have any questions, please don't be afraid to send us a comment. Drop us a question in the comment section. Uh, if you like this, hit us with a like and subscribe. Um, my co-host Courtney always is so much better um, on the outros than I am. But um, uh, from all of us here, we want to make sure that you guys have the best information, the best education that we can possibly give you. So if you guys like this uh, episode, if you liked about uh, learning more about the sympathetic and the vigotonia uh, type of neurological talk, let us know. We want to be able to help. And one more added thing, if you find yourself that you're in heightened amount of um, vagotonia or sympathetic, uh, sympathetic tone, don't be afraid to find a neurological chiropractor. Um, I have a really good friend that's here in town. He's a neurological chiropractor. He works with stroke victims and whiplash. He works with people who are stuck in the vagus nerve um, uh, injury area. And I'm telling you, they give you exercises that help retrain your brain, retrain your nervous system, and it's worth it. You have to do exercise to retrain at times to help get you out of that heightened emotional state. From all of us here, guys, thank you for listening. I hope you have a good day. Keep us uh, informed about what's going on in your world. Until next time, I'm Dr. Molly. Take it easy. Hey, Dr. Axe here. I want to say thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you're in search of more natural health content, you can follow us at Health Institute on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter using the link in the show notes below. Hey, thanks a lot and have a blessed week.